Lawrence had been stifling a yawn. Men with responsibilities usually are. I'm heading to our rooms. I want a good supper and a bed that doesn't rock, which is the exact opposite of what you crave, Matthew. Until the morning, lads. He didn't wait for a response, but went briskly off, swinging his walking stick. Matthew said, Lawrence has the right idea. I'm off on my own. Without a glance at Whitridge for approval, he charged into the flow of afternoon traffic. Shah made her way after him, the man with the purse. She was confident in her disguise. She'd been dressing as a lad for two months now and enjoyed the freedom. No one had noticed she was female yet, proving her aunt Sarah wasn't the only actress in the family. She was also taking pride in her new talent. Shah, Lady Charlene Blanchard, was a pickpocket and a good one. The idea of her doing a bit of larceny had come from Lady Baldwin. Her ladyship was a frequent visitor to the house on Mulberry Street, where Shaw lived with her aunt, Sarah Pettijohn. Before marrying Lord Baldwin and stepping up into the ranks of society, Lady Baldwin had been an actress like Sarah, and had also apparently dabbled in a bit of crime. Sometimes a girl has to do what she must to survive, Lady Baldwin had confided to Shaw. Sarah has too much pride, but you understand the way the world works. And Shah did. The daughter of the infamous Lord Dern knew very well how precarious life could be. Six months ago, her uncle Davies had stopped sending the monthly funds he'd promised for Shah's living. Even with Sarah working several positions at Haymarket Theatre, from roles on the stage, to sewing costumes, to even writing plays that the theatre manager took credit for, Money was tight, and Shah felt guilty. Her aunt could have made a very good living for herself if she hadn't taken Shah in. We shall just slip a bit from those who can afford it, Lady Baldwin had suggested. It will be a balancing of the scales, so to speak. That idea had appealed to Shah. There had been those who had preyed on her father's weaknesses to steal all that he owned. Now Shah could repay them in kind. You have quick hands and a bright mind. Between the two of us, we'll have that rent paid, Lady Baldwin had predicted. Of course, it had taken time for Shah to learn the art of picking a pocket. Fortunately, Lady Baldwin was a good teacher, and they had met with initial success. Claiming the money was from Uncle Davies, Shah had given Sarah enough to keep the landlord from tossing them out. She was a bit short this month. The fat money purse Matthew had tucked into his open coat would make up the difference in the rent and more. Matthew was a cocky one. He turned toward the wharves, and the hubbub always going on there. This was life in London at its rawest, and Matthew fit in. He gawked at every female bosom that passed him by, shouldered his way through crowds gathered by pub doors, and generally behaved as if he owned the street. Shah kept close without drawing attention to her. She skirted around those Matthew offended. She trusted her disguise, and few noticed her. Wait until the mark is properly distracted, Lady Baldwin always advised. Then you can lift his purse without his knowledge. His attention will be on something else. The secret to a good pickpocket is patience and the right moment. The right moment for Matthew arrived when a tavern wench stepped out from the dark doorway of her establishment. She was a slatternly thing, all bosom and chins. 
but had the dark, slow-eyed look Shaw had observed men liked. The wench's gaze met Matthew's, and then, with a shrug of her shoulder, her blouse fell down over one shoulder, revealing a good amount of bosom topped by a dark brown nipple. The American stopped dead in his tracks. The board grinned and nodded for him to follow her. At the same time, a woman carrying flapping headless chickens in both hands attempted to pass between Matthew and his coveted nipple. A better distraction could never be found. Shah moved forward so that when Matthew practically fell over the woman with her chickens, she could pretend he had also shoved into her. His weight fell against her. Pushing back with one hand, she slid her other into his inside pocket. Her fingers closed over his purse. She pulled it out without him the wiser and elbowed her way past him. Now she would hurry home.